Hey guys, we're back. Did you miss us? (laughs) (laughs) Hello? Are you coming to this party tonight? No, we're filming a podcast. Welcome back to Two Girls, One Gay. We are back to business. If you guys are watching visually, we're in little suit and ties and our preppy little look. Because we're back to business. Because we're back to business, babe. I didn't get the tie memo. Actually, I did. I just didn't want to wear one. I'm wearing a sweater vest. (laughs) Goodwill. Five bucks. Giving Catholic schoolgirl. Oh! Well, weren't you a Catholic schoolgirl? Yeah. Yeah. Amen. On brand. Amen. So it's been like... Well, like two two months mm-hmm. since we've recorded mm-hmm. and released. We yeah, have been a long time. We have a lot to catch up on. There's been a lot that has happened and we're so excited to inform you guys. Who wants to go first? Oh. Oh. Amia? You had the yeah. craziest trip. Okay, I'll start because I feel like Shy's leads into our yes. topic. So yep. let me give you guys the little spiel. So for me, had a great December. I missed Shy <laughs> and Logan because we were all gone for so long. But I ended up going to Japan. That was crazy. Mm-hmm. Cultural shock. It was insane. There's just I can't even there's I can't I can't like explain otherwise I'm gonna like use the whole episode to talk about my trip. But it was an amazing experience. I just I feel like a lot of people like to travel, but like Japan was just like one of the most insane places I've ever been to in my life. So if you ever get the chance, I just feel like it's a must do. I would say it's like top three. And mm-hmm. I feel like I've been to a lot of a handful of places. So. Yeah. But yeah. I don't want to get too in the. She, that. she brought us back little sushi babies. Oh my God. It was so cute. We, it's- we came home from New York yeah. at the same, like a couple of days afterwards mm-hmm. after she got back from Japan and she had. Little candies and so cute, like little presents for us. It was so sweet. Yeah, I love my little sushi baby. It's on my. I also Japanese candy is the best candy. Yeah, it's really so much better than American candy. Also, uh, and not as processed. Sunny Sunny Angels. Mm -hmm. I bought three. No, sorry, four Sunny Angels, and they were seven dollars each in Japan because they're from Japan. But you know how like they're like a whole thing on TikTok now. I don't know. They're twenty eight. They're thirty dollars for a Sunny Angel. It's thirty dollars if I want to buy one off Amazon or just like buy one off eBay. eBay. Mm-hmm. In Japan, they're seven bucks. So I I bought four of them and then I packed them to give to everyone. Got back, couldn't find them in my suitcase. I realized I threw them away. <laughs> no, that's the one thing I had asked for. I was like, okay, I yeah, want I a Sunny it. Angel baby when you yeah. come back. Wait, so they're not the little keychain things? They're not the keychain things. Uh, they're like those little. Naked babies. With little oh, hats. oh, they like the ones that they're, yeah, they're like put on their phones. Yeah, yeah. No, okay. No, no, no. no you no. can like just you just stand them in your room. Yeah, or you put them oh. on your. It's car. like a, it's like a, it's a, it's a baby. It's just like a little trinket. Like the ones I leave around the house. Sure. Okay. Oh my god, that's the thing about Logan is he has a package full of <laughs> little naked babies okay. that are whoa, half whoa, bald. Well, they're little baby like. 
<laughs> they're, <laughs> they're naked babies. When you say they're little naked babies, it makes it sound so bad. I mean, it's, bad. Not, it's, not a, it's not a real baby. <laughs> it doesn't sound weird, but... It's a little trinket. It's a little, it's a little trinket. Trinket, that's a naked baby, and he leaves them all over the house. I just leave them in random places so that when Shy finds them, it like... It angers It either me. angers her or like sparks a little bit of joy. <laughs> I like anger. I'm just feeling angry. I think they're so they're like cute. Little, they're little Easter eggs. I think they're so cute. I see it and I like want to pun it. Like, oh my, oh my god. god. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, um, what did I? I'm going next. <laughs> yes, as <laughs> you should. <laughs> um, what's new with me? I went home for the holidays for about two weeks. That was great. Got to catch up with family. Um, and then it was nice to come home. Um, and then when Amiya was in Japan. Shy was like randomly, should we just go to New York for ten days? And I am never gonna say no to a trip to New York. So we did that. That was such an amazing trip. Yeah, really fun. <laughs> we stayed in like a very central location, a really cool area of New York that I'd never stayed in before. Um and I think we both had a really good time, together and separately. <laughs> You had more of a good time separately than I did. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Logan went on like three, four dates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oops. <laughs> Some were more successful than others. <laughs> well, one of them was like with a guy that I like used to date. Um, so that was like just nice to catch up with him. Um, and then I only went on like another day. I didn't go on two or three or three or four. I you went on two with the your ex. Yeah, two with and then the ex, a different and then guy. another one with another dude. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Would you say dating for you is more successful in New York than L.A.? I feel like I'd have to live there to, to know. Mm. I think that I vibe better with people in New York, but also I don't know if that's actually true or if I'm just out of town. And I'm true. like I'm I'm, I'm, I, I'm more go with the flow there because I'm only going to be there for a specific set amount of time. Yeah. And in LA, I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. You think you put yeah. more pressure on it because I like, put more pressure like on it. Because I'm like yeah. something maybe uh, could happen. It could happen and we're in the same location. But also yeah. something could happen with somebody that lives in New York. I guess it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Just yeah. If you vibe well, with that person. East coast, West coast love. I do. I like, I think I like the East coast way more though. Wow. Yeah. Don't yeah. leave. Yeah. No, you can't. I'm not. Did I say yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna leave. You're not going anywhere. I'm not. For now. But you're like, Logan's is very, which we've talked about on previous episodes in season one. You're very comfortable with dating. Like, yeah. You like even no matter where we are, what clo- location we are, like if you have an opportunity to go on a date with someone, you usually take it. Which I'm the like complete opposite. <laughs> yeah, I think, well, that's why it was fun, I think, for me and Shy to both go, because in that way, we are extremely different. Yeah. Um, You went on a way, you, Shy went on the most successful date, I think, and for her, unsuc- for her. And the most unsuccessful. And, like, successful and unsuccessful at the same time. And I just went on a date with my ex, which honestly <laughs> is probably not the best idea, so. But the, honestly, the only reason, okay, so... I'll, I'll, yeah, get into I'll get into it. Fuck. Um, okay. So my Christmas is great. Went home, saw my family, blah, blah, blah. Like whatever. You guys don't care. <laughs> oh, I care. We care. No. Um, oh, the, the puppy that we had talked about all season one. She's with yes. my mom now. So if you guys are following along for that story, my mom's taking care of her and, uh, she's gotten really big. She's a full grown German shepherd now, but 
And she lives on a ranch. Lives on a ranch in the middle of Oklahoma, and she's living her life. Um, and I gave my parents uh, a, my Jeep that I had bought like a couple years ago. I gave that to my dad, and he um, loved that. So very successful Christmas for my family. And then um, came back to L.A. for a couple weeks. Was like, since Amiya was going to be gone for a while, I didn't want to kind of be sitting in L.A., and we weren't going to be filming the podcast until she got back. So we were well, so Logan, I was like, New York sounds fun. So, um, so we went to New York. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so we, okay. okay. So we went to New York. The, the thing with going with Logan, um, that really helped me is because if I had gone with anyone else or just anyone else but Logan, I would have not gone on two dates because that's very unlike me. I don't even date when I'm in my, when I'm living in LA and like someone's asked, even if it's like the other, day I had an old old friend who I have known for forever like asked to catch up and get dinner and it gave me so much anxiety I just did not do that so I, I'm not much of a dater um but anyways going with Logan and he was going on his dates I was like well I don't want to just sit in the Airbnb so <laughs> I might as well um so two very different dates and one was the most awful gut-wrenching experience I've ever had talking to a straight man and the other one was beautiful and euphoric so let's start with the bad one <laughs> so should we name him by name i would love to name him by name but he doesn't let's call him the ground let's call him blue he doesn't really deserve that much airtime so i'm going to keep it short and sweet um so we had i had followed him on tiktok for a while and i don't know why but randomly one day i followed him on instagram and then he had dm me and we were just dming on instagram and uh, kind of texting, but he had already like, so we started texting around Christmas time. When I got back to LA, we were texting, kind of calling. He had already been so rude to me, like over the phone and like texting and stuff like that. I was like, obviously like this guy sucks. Um, but he happened to live in New York when we went. And so I was like, I might as well see him. Cause maybe I'm just, you know, I, I don't handle social cues very well. So maybe it's like, I'm not understanding how he's trying to come across. So met him in person. We went to get dinner at this call, this place called Thai Diner um, in New York. And I had walked there. And so, um, as you do in New York, which is normal, which that point will make sense in a second. But I walked there. We have dinner. Dinner was fine. Um, then we decided to walk to this corner bar because he wanted to watch a football game, which is totally fine. I like football. So Ugh. we walked to... Um, this bar called Ray's and it was kind of like an interesting vibe in there. And he kept trying to be very like touchy and lovey. And I wasn't like, I'm not a big PDA person to like begin with. Mm -hmm. So that was already awkward. And he was just not it. He was, he was very cringe and to me and just very like weird in person. And then he started to bring up really personal stuff that he'd found out online about me and I was like I really don't want to talk about this and this is my first time like meeting you in person he kept pushing me to talk about it which was just so uncomfortable he's basically having a conversation with her that he should have waited for like a few more dates to have like he should have waited a long time for us to have that conversation so I was just like I can't disclose exactly what it was but it was uncomfortable as fuck I was uncomfortable the entire night anyways day ends and I like, I can tell he's not having the best time. I'm obviously not having the best time. So I thought we were going to go our separate ways at the bar. No, because I said, oh, like, I didn't, like, I wasn't staying that far away. So I was like, I'm going to walk back. 
And he's like, no, take an Uber. I'm like, no, I want to put my headphones in and I want to walk like I'm in New York. I want to do that. And I didn't feel unsafe whatsoever. And he would not have it. I thought he was going to get in an Uber or like take the subway or whatever. Just like get the fuck away from me. But he didn't. He followed me on back to my place. And the whole time that we were walking back to our Airbnb, he was calling me stupid and naive the entire walk, the 20-minute walk back over and over. He was like, you're so stupid. You're so naive. You don't understand what it's like to live in New York. What man has the right to call anybody stupid and naive about, like, a situation so simple as to walking? And, like, I understand, like, he was being like, I like he thought it would be unsafe for me but like first of all I can handle myself and also I walk there and also everybody walks in New York like it's pretty fucking normal for me to want to walk 20 minutes god also like if he felt concerned he should have just communicated that to you rather than calling you stupid Stupid there were so many better ways to go yeah yeah it was like really really bad anyways we get back to the air literally could have just been like let me walk you home or like let me get to an Uber yeah that would have been nice yeah that would have been way nice he I just don't the way he communicates and the way I communicate, just, no, it just would not ever work out. But not that I'd want it to. I, I hated everything about him. I hated the way he talked. I hated his style. I hated, like, everything about him. Um, anyways, so get back to the Airbnb, and he has to pee. Great. So he comes up to the Airbnb, meets Logan. Logan, I can tell by the look on Logan's face, Logan hates him. And he wouldn't leave. I was like, I had schoolwork due and I was trying to get my schoolwork done. And he was just sitting like, hey, do you have a phone driver? Like, whatever. Anyways, finally get him out of the Airbnb after a number of other uncomfortable things. And that was probably, that was the worst date I have ever been on. And he's also one of the worst people I've ever met. And he's really famous on social media, like on TikTok. And it pisses me off that someone like that has a platform because he does not deserve it. And he gives dating advice on his platform. That's the crazy part. He gives fucking dating advice (laughs) on TikTok. Get fucked. What is wrong with you? Okay, next one. Next one. Okay, so let me get a drink because I'm talking a lot. I wish I could have seen your face. (laughs) No. (laughs) I could just tell Logan was so pissed off. Logan also wanted to like go to bed and stuff too, which I understand. Mm. And I was sleeping in the loft area, so it was like fully open. Yeah. So I see. Anyway, so after that, oh, so a couple days after we had had that awful date, I'm sitting at a cafe and I'm working and he calls me and I'm like, fuck. So I answer and he apologizes for the entire night and realize that he shouldn't have said the stuff that he said to me and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I want to make it up to you. Would you go to dinner with me Saturday? And I said, if you give me a time and a place, I'll think about it. He never gave me a time or place. He just calls me at midnight on Saturday, and I'm already out with Logan and a bunch of our other friends at New York, and I immediately, I decline the call, obviously. I unfollow him on TikTok. I unfollow him on Instagram, and I was like, I'm so fucking done with this dude. Like, how fucking disrespectful are you? And it was like, whatever. It was whatever. Anyways, so that guy, hate him. He's done with. So after that, I was like, I hate men. I'm so fucking done with dating like I tried I went on a date. I hadn't been on a date nine months I tried I was like I'm gonna go on a date awful so I was like fuck everybody so me and our friends in New York um Logan w- was on a date so I went out with our girlfriends there and uh, my one friend that she's on hinge on her profile and she knows I like guys that are tall and she comes across this guy that's <laughs> that's <laughs> her requirement that's a requirement just be above six foot 
Yeah. So, um, she came across this guy that was six, he doesn't have social media, um, but, so he would never see this, but he was six, seven. He goes, like, went to Yale. Six, seven is crazy. Six, seven is crazy, but he went to Yale. He actually was six, seven. He was. Yeah. How can I, what can I compare that to in this room? Were you, like, the middle of that light? Like, yeah, the middle of that light right there. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) What did you, were you just like, (laughs) <laughs> oh, we didn't kiss. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, let's get anyways, back to Okay, so anyways, so we're, uh, me and my girlfriends are out at the, the bar, and she comes across a guy. He's 6'7", so 6'7", he went to Yale. Um, He was really cute, Uh, was very much my type. So I message him through her hinge, mm-hmm. and he doesn't have social media. Uh, Well, he has Instagram, but it's, like, deactivated or whatever. So he just, like, looks up my profile, because I gave him my Instagram. I was like, Instagram and my number. And off of Hinge, off of this other person's social, off this other person's Hinge. And he looks at my Instagram. And so we start texting. He, he's being, he's really smart. He's really funny through text. And I'm like, okay, this is like good. He's like, we plan, this is like a Wednesday or a Thursday that we had started texting and we planned to get drinks on Sunday. Sunday comes around. I almost don't go. Like, I'm just like, I have so much anxiety. I don't want to go. Like, I would rather, and we're, we were leaving on Tuesday. So I was like, I'd rather just hang out with Logan and our friends and just like have like one last weekend day and blah, blah, blah. Logan convinces me to go on the date. He was like, this will be good for you. There's like a lot of people out there. <laughs> you should try. And so I was like, okay, I'll, I'll go on the date. But she can't live in her I hate man fantasy forever. She has to, like, she needed a good interaction. Yeah. So, but I was like, I don't really want to be in a bar alone with a guy that I don't know. Um, So I made Logan and our other two and our other friends, like, show up to the bar, like, after we'd got there and, like, sit at a different area. And it brought me so much comfort to just, like, see them walk (laughs) in. It was actually so funny. It was so cute. That's so funny. But anyway, so I meet him. He's 6'7". And immediately he was smart funny such a gentleman he was very kind i was wearing this cute corset that like showed off my boobs he didn't look at my boobs once we didn't kiss goodnight or anything like that which is totally totally fine like i will never see him again and that's never well, mind. what to be continued i just i hate that she says that but also you never know well now yeah we know. but also i don't want to yeah, yeah, yeah. because i have i'm interested in yeah yeah I know. whatever you know i mean I have other in, in. <laughs> I have I, other interests. I have another I have another interest that I am just solely focusing on. But um um I yeah, he we didn't kiss goodnight or anything. He was just the perfect gentleman. He was so funny and like paid for my drinks, which I you know in the past I'd had problems with me paying for everything blah blah. blah. So even just that was like super nice. And so that was a really really good day. Like the entire time I was laughing, I was having so much fun. So I had very two different experiences in New York, and I'm very grateful for both of them. I will never see either one of those people ever again, which is totally fine. Kind of crazy. Kind of crazy how, like, you can go from One end of the spectrum to the other. Yeah. Yeah, it was It, like, balanced it out for you. It's like, you don't love men, but you also don't hate them anymore. It's like, oh. Mm -hmm. Well, even now. Like, even, that was, like, several weeks ago. And even now, I I don't, I, I was in my hating man era for a second, but no, I believe there's good guys. I've always believed that there's good guys out there. I just, none of them have showed up for me. <laughs> hey, your dad. And that's all. That oh matters. yeah. My father, my father's amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, but the, the second guy, he was just like, 
he was very much a gentleman and it did restore my faith in dating. I was like, oh, okay, maybe this is what Logan feels like when he goes on a good date. That's why he keeps going on them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Cause sure. it, it was, I, I did feel like in a state of like euphoria, like after that, I was like, wow, like a gentleman, a good man, finally, after all of this, like, I think, suckiness. I think I go on dates in order to, because I am searching for that same feeling, yeah. but I've only been on a handful of dates that are actually like that. Yeah. I like to think that when I am on a date, like, I would give somebody that kind of feeling, but, I mean, you never know. Like, if the vibes aren't there, mm-hmm. they're not yeah. there. So, but there's only, like, a handful of dates that I've been on that have been that way, and I ended up dating them, so. Yeah. You never know. I think other dude just might be like that, too, so that's good for you. Okay. Anyway, so that brings us to our main topic that we want to talk about today, which is the subject of modern dating. I wonder when, like, the first quarter, quarter? Is that you? The what? The first person who's trying to court someone. So, like, the thing with, I think, courting is that, so the, the whole arranged marriage type of thing was that, like, a man had to use to, like, show proof that he could provide for a woman like he either can like provide like a stable home for like um the woman and like the kids that they would have like he would have to bring the father like actual paperwork proof cows that i like i have cows i can have milk uh, chickens like we can have food like blah blah, blah and like also given to the father so i feel like that was like the in- initiation of courting yeah is like bringing showing status showing status yeah. and bringing proof that you can provide and that's something for a that woman is still to this day, a thing. I feel like women probably look for those things still. Yeah. And some people chalk it up to like, oh, she's a gold digger. But it's like, no, this is in our nature. I think the need and want to be provided for is in everybody. Okay. Yes. So we kind of broke down what we think or certain topics that we think are important to discuss about modern dating and why it's so horrible these days. Uh, starting with our first topic, what were you just saying? Um, the first topic would be the problem with modern dating is the illusion that you have so many options because of social media and dating apps. It's like I was watching this guy. Um, he has a podcast about it, but he was explaining it in a shorter version on TikTok. And he was like, you will meet this person that you deem to be like very suitable for you. Perfect. Like everything is right. But in some guys, it's mainly guys, women usually don't think this way. And some guys mind, like in the back of their head, it's like, she's perfect. But because I see everything else on social media as well, I believe I could find someone more perfect. So they'll Mm -hmm. give up that person. And usually they end up regretting it. They'll give up that person that they had deemed to be like, very much suitable for them, like probably was their soulmate or the love of their life because they think that they can find better. Yeah. And I think even to what you were just saying, it's not even just in the mind. I think it's also because of, you know, apps, for example, right? Being able to just swipe through something like it's a fucking menu, right? Selecting, oh, this person is a brunette. I don't really like brunettes. Oh, this person has blue brown eyes. Now that's like very surface level, but like other things too, you know, where it's like maybe you see their outfit and you're like oh we're not really like similar in style or oh this person doesn't enjoy the same authors as me i don't know whatever they're putting on their profile it's you're literally selecting people like their menu items and that is insane you shouldn't be able to do that i think that has fully 
altered our brain chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. Like, of course, I've, I have a lot of friends even who have found, uh, love all the dating. Yeah. Yeah. And are very successful, maybe engaged or planning to move in, whatever. Mm -hmm. But like, I would say the cons and the downside to those things is that a lot of people abuse it. And I think it's kind of what you were just talking about where it's like, oh, well, I saw someone really cute on here last week. Why would I go for this other person? Yeah. A lot of it does have to do with looks. I hate to say, but it's like, yeah. I don't know. I think honestly, Grinder fucked me up in that. <laughs> Tell us about it. No, it just it's like you were saying. It's like menu items, and you're mm-hmm. literally just swiping through, and mm-hmm. there's lots of different types of people on there. <clears throat> sometimes it's fun, and then sometimes it's way too overwhelming. Yeah. And most of it, like I've had great conversations with people just off of Grinder, like not even like hookup wise, just like mm-hmm. meeting people, which is great. But then also I've had, like, the shittiest encounters just over, like, messaging with people. They're just so rude. And it's so abrupt and, like, it's not even, like, a conversation. It's just, like, a hey, like, and then you're getting, like, a dick pic and, like, shit like that. Yeah. And then, like, I think within the past two months I had Grinder that whole time. And I've never had Grinder on my phone for that long of a period of time. I usually get it for, like, a week and then I'm over it. But I was just in, like, a phase, I guess, where I was just, like, fuck it, like, whatever. So yeah. I had it for, like, two months, and I just deleted it last week. And I already can feel, like, I think my mental health is a little bit better. Wow. <laughs> I took a peek at his grinder one time. That is the most craziest shit I've ever seen. It is. Really, I was oh my God. scared. I was, like, so, you look at that and, like. It is really fucked up, like, <laughs> when you look at it. But I will say, <laughs> me and one of my really good friends, um, Jordy, I would literally give her my grinder. <laughs> she would just go through and message dudes like the craziest shit. And I have the funniest screenshots. And that was the, f- like, it's one of the most fun things to do. They probably think you're some sort of freak. <laughs> no, she, she literally would say the craziest, most outlandish shit. And it was so funny. The, the dudes would either respond and be like really into it or they'd be like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm did you just say oh my god i'm very curious now we should do that as a social experiment on here one time i'm down anyways i do feel like it's very i mean i I feel like a lot of people talk about it it's interview style right like yeah what am i interviewing for even like questions for me personally if i was like dating again if someone's like oh where do you see yourself in five years i don't fucking know like yeah maybe we should see if we like each other like why are you asking me where i see myself in five years Mm -hmm. also okay i do get it too that people you know have wants and needs for the future like maybe they want a family want a family in five years yeah yeah, you have to be on the same page as that but like also i don't know people change their minds i wasn't someone that i thought i wanted kids but like now as i'm getting older i'm thinking to myself maybe someday i do want kids it's like you don't know and -hmm. also maybe if you meet the right person that will change your mind too. So yeah. it's like, why ask those questions right now? Yeah. True. Just like feel out the vibe. And that's, I think that's you talking about it being an interview. I think that's one of the things that gives me so much anxiety about dating because not that I am not good at having a first interview. Like I can do it in a professional like setting, but I like meeting friends and like networking. I'm not a first impression type of girl. Like I might come off different than how I actually am the first time you meet me just because like I am very closed off I am very shy I don't understand social cues like all that well so meeting me the first time I'm obviously not going to be my full like authentic self just because like 
that's it gives me so much anxiety to do that mm-hmm. and I feel like really weird doing that so I feel like since first dates are so like strong like first impression like making a good first impression that's like one of the reasons why I kind of steer away from it and I mm-hmm. have I've said this since I've been single the past like year and a half is like I would rather meet someone in a very casual way and then yeah. we decide like oh this could work mm-hmm. I've been saying that for a while and I think that would be the best way for me to meet someone and to date someone well I also think that meeting somebody off of an app adds mm-hmm. pressure to yeah the situation as well yeah like it's just feels like oh well we've been talking for however long on the app now I feel like there's some sort of like build up that yeah. I want to you know keep going or they've you know you've had conversations about specific things that you then are like going to dinner and you're like okay well like you have it built up in your head like right. what could already happen an outcome yeah and then it's kind of just disappointing no it is it's, you don't get the vibe of the person until you're actually in person with yeah them. yeah and it, it is a lot of pressure too because it's you're on the dating app why because you want to find love you know yeah. but it's like when you meet someone at an outside setting yeah for example or not love i was like i don't know if many people on there I'm actually saying, want to find love i'm just saying if you are looking for love right and you're going to a dating app for that thing there is pressure if you're trying to talk to people and then maybe you're going on a first date whereas like if you meet someone which we're going to get into this next uh Mm -hmm. the third place which is like you know uh, a common area where you can meet someone like at a park or in like a just community event like a more organic yeah Yeah, exactly there's not as much pressure because love isn't on your mind you're just like meeting this person in like a nice casual event space right and that's but you're also sorry sorry. i was just gonna say but you're also seeing them and vibing with them in person immediately yeah and you can tell i think Mm -hmm. personally if you like somebody yeah it's for me at least it's always been like i can tell i like that person mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just based off a of vibe yeah and our interaction yeah, yeah i agree yeah also the thing with social media and like i hate to say it because i am one of those girls who i do like i post my body on social media which i personally like am a fan for and i like if a girl wants to do that i think she should do that mm-hmm. but i think a lot of men are so like desensitize to it now that when they do meet a girl they're not as intrigued to like like have that build up and that tension and like all that because like yes I post my body online but like also my online persona is very different than who I am in person and I think people are shocked when they meet me in person they're like oh I thought you'd like I had I had a modeling agency like way back when um and I had I was like in my early stages of like grow, growing my platform and I had like TikTok clout and like this that and the other and I was posting my body and stuff and he told when he met me in person he told me he was like you are a very sweet like humble like person compared to your social media he was like I would have thought you would have been the most outgoing landish like ratchet person just because of your like social media and i was like oh shit like really but i feel like it's just the stereotyping and and it's totally like f- i think personally for me i'm gonna find the person who like will still like do the whole chivalry courtship even though i do post a lot about myself because for me that's not the most intimate thing like to know about me mm-hmm. um my body's not the most intimate thing but that's also because i do post my body on social media however i do think there is a conversation to be had that like because we do that so much now a lot of men are desensitized to like sex and 
mm-hmm. uh, seeing someone like naked. Like there's, it's no longer like a mystery. I think also hot take. I think women are just more evolved than men. <laughs> that's in a way. Not, I don't think so that's a hot take. I don't think that's true. I mean, yeah. say that. No, it's not really not a hot take. It's yeah. just the truth. Um, but I think a lot of men to this day still have not even outwardly necessarily or maybe subconsciously they just have still the same idea of like how they had like the point of mating back in the day was just to procreate and like shit like that it wasn't necessarily for romance it wasn't to find love i think i'm not saying all men because i know like that's not true i know a lot of men are romantic and want love and are amazing Mm -hmm. but i think that women just have a better sense of that yeah Yeah. like more women than men yeah well yeah not all men speaking people should look (laughs) no keep going babe i just say people should look up to vincent van gogh he was fucking dead (laughs) wait what he was kind of you're all for women (laughs) (laughs) that should be the new no i'm i'm dead ass vincent what is the craziest thing you would let a man do for you cut it a man cut his ear off for me but like, what was his reasoning for cutting his ear off? He loved her. Yeah. So he just cut his ear off? Yeah, he was like, this is a part of me. Like, he had, like, so much love for her that he wanted to give... Why not just put, like, some blood in a vial and give her a necklace or something? He wanted to give her like, the make, whole I ear. I think that's no, a- that's how romantic it was. It was, like, my whole ear. I don't want to hear any other bitch talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else can talk to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Honestly, that's romantic as hell. No, that's what I'm saying. What, men used to go to war. Men used to cut their ears off. For men women. used to go to war what and happened? write love letters. Speaking of, oh. let's fucking talk about how chivalry is fucking dead. And yeah. I'm sick of it. I want to be courted so bad. I want love letters. I, think- I want dates. I don't want fucking hookup culture. This shit sucks. I don't... Okay. I don't think it's dead, but chival- chivalry is no longer the norm. Yeah. I think it used to be yeah. the norm. Yeah, it, it did used to be the norm. It, it's like men feel like you have to earn it, but you should be holding the door for every woman. You should mm-hmm. be... I don't know. I think Mormon should have been raised in the South. Ha- huh? Mormon should have just been raised in the South because I, right. I opened the door for everyone. That's one thing I noticed about Logan when we were in New York is like everywhere would go, he'd open the door for me. And I was like, yeah. this is so, cause I don't, but it's just like a like, common so courtesy thing to do, especially yeah. if like for, from a man to a woman. Yeah. Do you remember those cartoons, uh, of like a, I don't know, even know which one I'm sp- specifically talking about, but like <laughs> a man would take his jacket off and throw it on the puddle and the girl would walk. Yes. Over. Oh yeah. Yes. No I man would ever do that for me. <laughs> That was a trend on TikTok. <laughs> that was a trend on TikTok where like um the girls would uh film their boyfriends picking them up and like oh, carrying them across yeah. like puddles and stuff. Yeah. I was like <laughs> But how crazy is it that we've gotten to a point in society where we have to come up with trends to see if our boyfriend will follow them? Oh, like the, wow. the peeling like the, the orange, orange peel theory. The peeling the orange. Like what the fuck is that? Fucking stupid. You're asking for the bare That's minimum. Bare and that is minimum. so sad. And also I would never if I asked like, hey, can you pass me that orange? I would never think like, oh my god, if he doesn't peel it for me, then he doesn't love me. I would not think that. But at also all. it's not even that. Like, of course, if somebody asked for an orange or was like, Oh, I'm really craving an orange right now, I'd be like, Oh, here. Here's a fucking full ass orange. <laughs> peel it yourself, bitch. <laughs> but if you're like, oh my god, I just ugh. The thought of peeling it is just so annoying. I probably honestly would peel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if someone you know? <laughs> But also, you shouldn't have to set them up like that. Yeah. It's just the yeah. whole the whole concept of 
like, why do we need these trends to just mm-hmm. prove that men are, like, not gonna do men it? Are, <laughs> men can or barely that- do the fucking bare fucking minimum. It's yeah. honestly ridiculous. But also, yeah, I don't fucking know. It's I think it's just all stupid. Just find you. I've been lucky. <laughs> I feel like I make out do everything for me. I mean, that was my last relationship, as we had talked about. And listen, like, you can just turn it into a habit. Like, it's just about a habit, right? If a girl is like, hey, I want you to do this more, shouldn't be that big of a deal. Because you know some guys are like, oh, well, you know, it's just so hard. It's so annoying. Mm-hmm. Or like, I don't know, maybe not. Makes me want to throw up. For example, it's just like the whole thing with Valentine's Day, right? Just like guys like me and it excuse where they're like oh well i didn't know you wanted to do that well i'm telling you now yeah oh well i was going to or why is it that big of a deal like we're already dating it's like because she wants you to so just do it this guy on tiktok and i wish i had his username on hand but he talks about all the time about the relationships between men and women and he made this tiktok and it went crazy viral but he said and i do believe this is true he was like straight men might be attracted to women but they don't necessarily like femininity and Mm -hmm. i like agreed with that so much just because he had also made like made the point of like he interviewed this couple and this is mainly being like stay-at-home wife working man like Mm -hmm. i want to it's not a modern relationship anymore so i'm gonna say an old-timey relationship um but it was like this guy he was a Obviously, he was working and his wife was stay at home and um, he had interviewed them. And the man was like, oh, like working woman or stay at home wife. And like he was like stay at home wife and his wife bounces over and he described her as like so beautiful, makeup done, hair done. Their kids were all like put together. And the man stated he made the statement that masculinity should be earned and femininity should be protected. And that has stayed with me for so Mm. long because a man wants to provide like it's a man wants to feel like he's a protector. He's a provider. He wants to earn his woman. And I think that's like, a, I think that's still true. Even in modern relationships, women still want to feel that Mm -hmm. or like the more feminine person in the relationship. I feel like that's still like a thing, like one kind of, there's always like a chase and catch type of situation. Mm-hmm. And I feel like femininity being protected is also like a really beautiful term because he also stated he was like a lot of modern men nowadays is like, oh, what does she bring to the table? And he was like, boy, you get to be around her. That's what she brings to the table. You get to be in her presence. You get to hold the door open for her. You get to pay for dinner and you get to be around her. And if you don't want to be around her, you should not be dating her. Mm-hmm. If her presence doesn't excite you and doesn't want you to like do these things, then you're dating either the wrong gender or the wrong woman. Mm-hmm. And he was like, if you want things, go date a man. <laughs> and I just like loved every video he had made about that because I, I thought that was like so true. And I'm more going to be like, I'm obviously always going to be working and I believe in the working woman and I'm all power to women and stuff like that. However, even for me, my man doesn't have to make more money than me or provide for me in that way. But I do feel like I should be taken care of in other ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Outside of that. Mm-hmm. How does that tie into, because you said masculinity should be earned and femininity, sh- femininity should be protected. Mm-hmm. But like, also I feel like men need to just like tap into their inner feminine sometimes. And they're like mm. scared too. I think there's a, yeah, I think there's a difference between being comfortable in your sexuality and being masculine because to me masculine doesn't mean man it means security and safety Mm. and femininity means 
mother, I want to say motherhood, but like nurture, like a mm-hmm. caretaker. Yeah. Like that's what femininity means to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I do think chivalry said, but maybe that's just because I haven't experienced it. And even with my past relationships, I've, I haven't experienced love letters or. Well, you experienced chivalry from the dude in New York. Yes, that's true. Okay. Yes, that's true. And I feel like I will experience chivalry in the future. Yeah, but in the way that you... In the way that I know. Yeah, Yeah, I've processed dating. Mm -hmm. Shai also has become a huge fan of Pride and Prejudice since... Oh my god, it's literally the the only thing she ...second season, so I feel like there's a lot more that you expect now. Like all you Uh, Yeah, I mean, I would say the the bar... Not that the... The bar was never low for me. I had always wanted these things. Mm-hmm. But, like, there was a really strong period where I hadn't been sleeping with anybody and I hadn't been dating anybody. Mm-hmm. I'm like, anybody can get it at this point. <laughs> but that's obviously, like, then I went on that awful date. And, like, obviously that is not true. Um, But, yeah, I like, watching Pride and Prejudice. And it wasn't, like, you don't even see, if you've seen it, then you, like, understand. It's, like, all about, like, the art of intimacy. And, like, at the, you don't even see him kiss until the end. And there's this, like, tension the entire, like, way through. And he courts her. And he, he does all these things for her family before he, like, even goes to her. And I was like, oh, my God, what a man. And I love him. And I, I wa- that's my favorite movie, also my favorite book. I watch it, like, at least once a week. That's what I'm going to be doing on Valentine's Day. Tomorrow is drinking wine and watching Pride and Prejudice and crying myself to sleep. I said I would watch it with you. Yeah? Aren't you going on a date? You just hushed me. No. I'm just kidding. Aren't you? You're going to be Wait, busy. yeah, I thought we were going on a date. Are we going on a date? Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. yeah, I read about someone doing that. This guy and his girl best friend, like, went out on a date and they got dressed up and they went on a Valentine's date together. I'll take you to dinner. It's cute. Stop. Ugh, if you don't do that... <laughs> But yeah, I mean, you have a boyfriend. Like you're gonna. Yeah, no, I, I'm gonna be. You're gonna be busy. Somewhere, I'm gonna be having fun. Sorry. <laughs> Ew. I know who's no, really gonna not, be having fun. No, I got the. Huh? Oh. Ew, Sally. Put the towel away. Over there. I'm but terrified for them. To chivalry, chivalry being dead, I will say I do agree with you. I wish that it was more of like a, a regular normal. thing yeah. that people did yeah. or it was important. Yeah. yeah. How do you, like, how do you feel in your relationship dynamics, Logan? Do you feel like you should be the one to pursue and do that stuff? Or do you believe someone else should? Or do you feel like it's an equal 50-50 thing? I would like to think it's an equal 50-50 thing. That's how I would prefer it to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also, I don't know. I always feel like I don't ever expect it from somebody, which I, I think that I would... I want it from somebody, but I don't want to come off as if I expect it. So I just go ahead and end up doing that. Mm-hmm. Like making the plans or like mm-hmm. opening the door, like random, sh- like stupid shit. Yeah, you know, yeah. like. That's not stupid. But yeah. Okay. But, but I would like it to be 50 50. But in the future, ideally. you want like an equal, like, give Yeah, but I think that's that also like me, like, choosing better. Yeah. <laughs> like knowing what to look out for and like the mm-hmm. red flags. Cause like some people just aren't equipped or ready to bring that into a relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's totally fine too. Yeah. But I need, just need to pick better. You and me both. But, <laughs> but no, I, I feel like I think we both have good things coming. <laughs> I, aren't you supposed to be seeing someone in March? 
Apparently. Logan went back, Logan went back to the psychic that we talk about a lot and he's supposed to have like a little boothing in March. March honestly is giving me so much anxiety. There's apparently quite a few things that are happening in March, which I'm, I can't talk about all of them on here. Oh my goodness. But Wait. When it goes, when it comes that, to though. relationships. Yeah. Like, why am I forgetting? It's like two big things. We'll talk about it after. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But one of the big things was like, oh yeah, I think you're going to be in like, a more serious relationship, which also was a little interesting because the first time I had a meeting with him, he was like, you're not going to meet the person you're supposed to like spend the rest of your life with. So you're 29, mm. but you're supposed to be having encounters. But, and he said, he mentioned then like you would have different encounters. So maybe this is one of my like more serious, serious encounters. encounters, Interesting, which is hard to like, know mm-hmm. because then you're like, I'm literally just in it for the learning experience, which I'm fine with and I'm happy with that. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't want to fall in love with somebody again and then have my It'll be good for you. It'll be, it'll be like, so good for you. Yeah. I feel like that'd be a beautiful thing for you. No, I think, I think you should fall in love with people as many times as you possibly can. Like, yeah, absolutely. I think that's another thing, not talking about you, but like just reminded me that yeah. I feel like a lot of people also, maybe this has to do with chivalry, are... They don't want to feel like they just don't totally. like it's so they're bad. scared to feel they're scared. And like, that's fine. Like, it's a very painful thing. Heartbreak mm-hmm. and love and all those things. But I feel like a lot of people kind of just put up a block mm-hmm. yeah. and they don't put their they don't put themselves through even like being with someone for that reason, especially a lot of guys who will be like, oh, I'm emotionally unavailable. It's I like, no, you yeah. just don't want to. Well, know. it literally and I know we've talked about this mm-hmm. agnosium on the podcast in season one but it's literally all based about around their childhood and how they were raised mm-hmm. yeah and like shit that they were dealt yeah. which i think it's your responsibility as an adult like once you get to a certain age just you gotta figure it out and like mm-hmm. learn the tools in order to cope with those things mm-hmm. and like become emotionally available learn how to feel feel your feelings yeah like learning about like attachment cells and shit like that helped me a lot mm-hmm. and like I don't know. It's really not as hard as you would think to to like feel your feelings and like focus on those things, yeah. but it's really uncomfortable, which is why people don't do it. It's so uncomfortable. And I feel like a lot of men like nowadays, I actually had this conversation recently, but um they cut things off at the source because they're like yeah. S- they're scared that things are going to be good and you might get hurt and like so what if it's like they're avoiding it. they're yeah avoiding it like they've been hurt before i'm like why would you cut off something at the start when it could be so it could be either the absolute best thing or it could be the best learning experience that's yeah, literally my last scared. relationship yeah. yeah they literally were just like it was getting mm-hmm. way too close and way too intimate and they yeah. couldn't handle it it's a part of growth yeah yeah but you've but, learned so much from that oh my god so much yeah. and i'm like way like better off for it you know yeah also i don't know maybe i'm just like talking right now because like i'm in like a relationship but i look back at like times where i was heartbroken and i'm like why does that pain feel so good like the love pain where you're just like the yearning like the oh i like want to be with this person so bad or i'm so sad and like looking back at it now i'm just like that's so sweet and she like got past that and like good for her because it's like an obstacle that I feel like we are willingly throwing ourselves into. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You go into a relationship and you, and you know that it's either going to go 
one of two ways. Mm-hmm. You're either going to stay together or you're going to have your heart broken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also going into that, I think we're raised seeing all of these different types of things on like Disney and reality shows and shit like that. Yeah. Like we have kind of an, an idea of what it would feel like through other people's eyes. Mm-hmm. And I think deep down and it's kind of sick and like, what's the word? Like masochistic in a way. Like mm-hmm. we want that feeling, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but when we get it and we're going through it, we're like, fuck, I don't want this. Like yeah. I, I want to fast forward like a few months so that I am not in this yeah. pain anymore. Yeah. But now like when you're like six months past or like I a year past feel crazy when i'm heartbroken like you know when you can just like you're living in your own songs world. better like yes. you're just like oh my god this literally makes so much sense where it's, it's like so when you're singing along when you're just like not really thinking of anything when you're reading a book you're watching me you're like oh my god this person literally just captured how i felt <laughs> you literally romanticize so, it. So you d- like i think you romanticize like losing a relationship like heavily i know i'm like when i'm sad or like i've lost someone that i've cared about i'm so overly motivated it's almost like a revenge mm. thing for me oh yeah well, i'm like i makes bops out of her heartbreak also yeah i start i like write a bunch of music which turns out great i actually have a bunch of songs coming out about oh, a guy who it will it would have already been released it, like yeah by the time this podcast comes out there will yeah. be a, a, my first debut single shout out oh. so soon i know um it comes out rolling the dice Wow, it's called Roll the Dice. Um, wow. wow. <laughs> but the person I wrote Roll the Dice about, I have, like, he ended up, like, fucking me over, kind of. And we didn't even date. And I was so pissed off. I wrote a million songs. And all, all of, like, they're coming out very soon. They're I really love them. Mm-hmm. They're really great. But also, I just get into this revenge, like, mood where I'm going to I'm gonna make you wish that you had stuck around, that you did like you did me better like something like i'm gonna work out harder i'm gonna be i always get hotter too after every man fucks me over Uh, i get so much that right i get so much better looking (laughs) i would agree (laughs) not for you for myself who is that (laughs) secret model (laughs) runway show (laughs) right now i just get so i that's why i'm no longer scared of like heartbreak is because i always get better Yeah. Yeah. I always get better. Art out of it too. And I make a lot of art out of it. Yeah. And they never leave you for anybody better, just somebody easier. Amen. My God. Wow. Get his ass. Get his ass. If you wouldn't say it twice, don't say it at all. (laughs) We talked about that in New York. We were saying some crazy shit in New York and me and Logan were both like, if we wouldn't say it twice, don't say it at all. And we would say some shit twice. I would say it twice. Move along to fucking Valentine's Day, which is tomorrow. (laughs) Valentine's Day is honestly <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> it's literally a cash grab. No, it's literally the biggest marketing scheme that America has ever pulled off. Yes. First off. They pulled it off fantastically. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Created a whole fucking holiday just for people to spend money on chocolates and roses, which you should already be doing for your girlfriend or boyfriend or significant other. You should already be treating them. So first of all, if this is the first time that you were doing it and not throughout your whole entire relationship get it fucking together because you guys are going to end up breaking up mm-hmm. oh that's my rant on that is valentine's it's mainly just an american thing or is it is all it? over i actually oh yeah it's international but i think but is it like the biggest it's like i the think biggest it's bigger american. here i think it's mm. bigger here and i think like a mcdonald's like started it i think <laughs> the price <size. laughs> 
sorry. It was stupid. So what's you guys' take on if you are already dating somebody? I already know Amia's, but if you're already dating somebody, should they have to ask you to be their Valentine? Absolutely. I disagree. Absolutely. <laughs> I knew you guys would be opposite. So let's talk about it. No, listen, I, I, I get your side. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> I feel like I'm just a festive person in general. Like I love, I love holidays. Mm-hmm. I love Christmas. I love what else is a holiday? <laughs> Halloween. I love Fourth of July. <laughs> also, I just love dressing up and like my little stars and my booty cheeks and stuff. So it's just like I feel what? like <laughs> I feel like Valentine's Day is just another one of those days for me where it's like, oh yeah, like give me a reason to dress up, you know? Mm-hmm. And I like to play into it. I know the question was if you're already with somebody, yeah, do they need to? So why do you? Basically... Why do you? don't think so i just don't i love everything that goes along with valentine's day i love Mm -hmm. the flowers i love the chocolate i love the cards Mm -hmm. i love the dinners Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff that's cute Mm -hmm. i love that i would love that yeah i don't need my boyfriend to be like will you be my valentine yeah i'm already just like you're my fucking valentine every day like it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. so i'm not gonna like yeah i guess I'll be excited for dinner. Like I'll, yeah. like I would like to have dinner plans and reservations, however long in advance, like they need to be made. Yeah. But I don't need him to be like, you're my, will you be my valentine? <laughs> you know, like, he can just say like on the card, like to my valentine or fucking whatever. I don't fucking care. <laughs> yeah. But I also I do want the fucking chocolates because my fat ass wants oh. the chocolates. <laughs> chocolates? I'll get what? the chocolates. Okay. Uh, no, we're going on a date. Yeah, this I feel is like my since Valentine. being like young too, though, like you know when you pass out the candies or you like, will you be my Valentine? Written on like a little note. See, paper. that's those oh, are the best great. memories of Valentine's yeah. Day to me. I love the little candy grams. I love the sweet tarts. Like yeah. in school. Well, that's the thing too is like people who don't get like those. I think one year everyone was getting these rose grams because I guess you can like your parents can like send one to you or you can send them to friends. Oh, everyone got them except for me, and yeah. I was so sad. So maybe that's something that I'm trying to fulfill too, where I'm like. You have to ask me to be your Valentine because I remember this one time in middle school I didn't get to, you know. <laughs> yeah, I remember in high school, like the only people who would get those were the popular girls. Yeah, and it was like they would get like multiple of them. They would, and it would be like fr- one from their boyfriend, and then it'd be like four from like these random other freaks that just love them. Not freaks. <laughs> I'm just like you guys are insane for this. Yeah, I will. In say- a high school setting, grow up. Just, I just think it's stupid. I think also everything that we just talked about, about men not doing enough, that maybe women expect a little bit more because it is the one day that... One day that they should. Regardless of like, you know, you said capitalism, like it's cash grab. Yeah, that's all true. But like, it's surrounding you. You're seeing hearts everywhere because of that. Maybe it's like, oh, I know you saw those flowers. I know you see like, you can grab them from anywhere. There's balloons everywhere. Chocolate, like it's easy. Just why didn't you do it? Or again, if you're a girl's asking, will you, is this something you can do for me? I will say that TikTok definitely has like oh, everyone, God. like, I'm fucking asking. impressed. <laughs> I've seen this shit everywhere. Also, I've just never, even when I was in a relationship and I've been in long term no. relationships. Don't say it. I've never had a guy ask me to be my Valentine or had a good Valentine's Day, like ever. Actually, I had one boyfriend one time. Would break up with me every year before Valentine's. 
No. And then get back together? <laughs> That's what your are dumb you ass talking about? Wait, no, I know. Yeah. What is this? I've never heard of this. Yeah, that was that was the second guy did actually the the truck story that I did he do it? Though? Why? Because he's a fucking he's loser. Broke. It wasn't. It's not even. I don't to even, avoid having to. It's probably to avoid having to pay for dinner. Um, I don't gets. even. I don't even need stuff. Like I like that stuff doesn't impress me. It's just like I would want something sentimental for valentine's day i like sure if a guy wants to ask me to be his valentine i would think that's very sweet but i don't need a whole shebang like a whole dinner like whatever i would prefer if you if you're like trying to save money and we did like a candlelit you made dinner at home yeah that would mean more to me than us going to an expensive dinner somewhere else i don't money all that stuff doesn't like impress me like i i have money i can take myself to dinner wherever the fuck i want like that doesn't matter to me that would be the ideal valentine's day for me as well yeah just make dinner home or fucking order food and mm-hmm. just we'll watch a movie and if a guy gave me like a scrapbook i want a scrapbook so bad a scrapbook of our memories together the way i would cherish and cry to that like i would rather have that than any of the other fucking bullshit but anyways i've never had like a she will take a designer bag though too i mean i won't turn it away but don't don't with the me. scrapbook <laughs> don't, oh. the, the scrapbook in the designer bag no i don't need any of that but um yeah, but, but that's just because I've never had, like, a Valentine, really, like, so, except, for, up, except for this year with me and Logan, <laughs> but th- th- that makes me bitter, like, I'm bitter around this time of year just because I've always found it annoying, My mo- but my mom finds it annoying, too, even though my dad's, like, super romantic with it, like, always, ro- and my parents don't have money, so, like, he always, like, well, either, if he can't afford a flower, he will go out to the field and pick flowers, like, oh, that's sweet. So very cute. My dad's like very like into the holiday stuff. My mom's like, oh, like whatever. But, but that I just goes to show like it really doesn't take no, much. It doesn't take much. No. In order for you to show that you Can't. thought about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't ask for much either, but I TikTok is making it worse. Like the there's a sound on TikTok and it's this girl she was like, for Valentine's Day, I think I'm gonna buy a gun. Yep. Oh that's me. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Um, excuse me. (laughs) Um, well, with that being said, we thought it'd be fun to compile a little, a group, a little group, a little, (laughs) a little, a little collection of stories (laughs) to make you feel better about Valentine's Day if you're lonely this year. Yeah. Yes. If you don't have a date planned, you get to hear all the horrifying date stories. Yeah. So you won't feel sad anymore. This is actually the most... I'm so excited for this. I love this. Can I go first? Go first. Yes. Yay. I'm so excited for this. Oh, my God. That's a long-ass story. Relax. Uh, oh, 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 my God. <laughs> no, it's so good. It's so good. Okay. So if you think you're having a bad Valentine's Day, this guy had a worse. Oh, my God. He was like... He was like... <laughs> He said, I was living with my significant other, now ex. Let's call her bitch tits. At the time, <laughs> he was living with her at the time, and we had been together for three years. And he's like, I'm going back to 2003 here. So obviously, this was a long time ago. <clears throat> for Valentine's Day, I had booked us a trip to Barcelona for the weekend. So I had finished work early on Thursday afternoon to get home and pack her bags for her as it was a surprise. We were due to leave the very next morning, early. So I was also preparing a nice meal for that evening and surprising her with tickets just after. I had also planned to propose to her while we were away. So I wanted everything to be absolutely perfect. I'd booked us a great hotel, a great restaurant, etc. I was nervous and excited at the same time. Hmm. See, these men exist. 
Yes. Very romantic. Went to Asada on the way home to pick up the ingredients for that evening for the meal and a bottle of wine, or three. He said in parentheses, oh, so cute. And hurried home to start cooking. I had just under two hours until she walked in and wanted it all done, table laid out and everything. He said, anyways, pulled into the driveway and her car was already parked in its usual parking spot, which was weird as she wasn't due home for another hour and were, and, sorry, I just had a hair in my mouth, hold on. Anyways, pulled into the driveway and her car was parked up in its usual spot, which was weird because she wasn't due home for another hour and she worked 15 miles away. I unlocked the front door and gave a quick shout. The door wasn't normally locked when someone was home. Mm. No one shouted back, nothing. He said, I shouted again, nothing. He said, so I went to the kitchen and started prepping the meal, got everything done in about 15 minutes and was cooking away nicely. I still had plenty of time, so I ran upstairs for a quick shower and to get changed into another shirt. Shower done, I made my way to our room and opened the door. Bitch tits was bent over the end of our bed, looking straight at the door while getting pummeled up the ass by one of my close friends. No. After the shock passed, I calmly said, don't mind me, I'm just grabbing my stuff and I'll be out of your hair. He pulled himself out of her and pulled the cover over himself. And while they both watched in amazement as I pulled my suitcase from the top of my wardrobe and packed as many clothes as I could and then left. Oh, and I went to Barcelona on my own and had the best weekend of my life. And when I got back, I kicked his ass. Don't mind me is wild. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm just grabbing myself and I'll be out of your hair. I want to go out with that dude. This dude, oh, I love him. Sad. I know. That's what a Valentine's Day? That's a Valentine's Day story. Woof. Woof. Do you want to go? Okay. It's so sad, but I honestly, go. I'm I'm glad that he went to Barcelona. I hope he gets he deserves the best. I hope I hope now he's married. I you're hope listening he's married. To this, I hope you're married to a loyal wife. Okay. Wow, that's wild. Okay, I have mine on my phone. Okay. This one's kind of long, but also like I feel like it has to do more with like the whole like girls and expectations. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> Here we go. Me, 22 female with my boyfriend, 23 male, 23 male, two years, disappointing Valentine's Day. So this is my first time asking for advice on Reddit. I would just like a third party unbiased opinion about my situation. I know Valentine's Day shouldn't be the only day you should show your love and appreciation for your partner. But this year I really wanted a pick me up and I guess I expected too much question mark. Just a background on my situation. I started working two jobs and finishing my last semester of college, so I've been extremely stressed. I'm basically living half in the dorms and half with my boyfriend. I do take care of him really well, but I kind of told him because I'm so busy, if he could help shoulder more tasks around the apartment, that'd be great. Asking him to do something will take forever, but he does get it done. I just can't rush him to do it my way or at my pace because I don't want him to be controlling. Usually when I get mad, I write out my thoughts and wait 24 hours before reacting to it because I believe I have anger issues and depression. I try really hard not to project it on my relationships, but every so often I mess up and I feel so guilty. So even after asking my boyfriend these past couple weeks to help me, he's been extremely moody and a lot of pain because he needs dental work done. (laughs) Okay. Um, anyways, I start buying small gifts before Valentine's day and I find a really good deal on a bed fan from Brooks Brookstone because I know he gets hot when he sleeps. (laughs) 
He also asked me to buy him Hot One Sauce for Valentine's Day, <laughs> since he's always watching their YouTube channel and wants to try it. He then asked me for a nose trimmer <laughs> and other stuff, leaving hints when we were at the store. Because I love him so much, I basically bought him everything he wanted. So I know not to expect a lot from people because I've had a rough time being disappointed by a lot of people in my life, so I try to keep it humble. I asked him for a card to just write something nice for me and, I don't know, show appreciation for me, question mark? <laughs> Anyways, I give him some of his gift early on Saturday because the main gift is the hot sauce. <laughs> he loves his gift. And he hands me a box of chocolates. I'm thankful he picked my favorite. However, he just bought me a box for Christmas, and I got really sick of eating too much of them, so I was just going to save them till I could eat them again. But I told him I didn't want any chocolates. But I'm thinking, oh, Wednesday, he'll give me the card I asked for. Oh, no. This is where I expected something, the very thing I tried to avoid. So I realized work was, wasn't was going to let me off early. So I told him in advance, hey, I want to give you your gift Tuesday night. Well, the day comes and he's super happy about his gifts and just looks at me like, and just looks at me and is like, I'm sorry, I didn't get you a card. I felt so stupid. He kind of just said he had a headache and I, he couldn't go to the store to buy me a card, even though I really, really wanted one. I really took this hard and I felt like my heart was sinking. This feeling of disappointment was maybe me overreacting, but it really tore me down. I think the worst part was for Valentine's Day, he wanted to spend it with our group of friends. A lot of them are graduating soon and heading back home for the semester, so I was down to make good memories before they left. So Sunday, we went out to eat with everyone, but because it was Valentine's Day themed, uh, I was hoping he would pay for my meal. Parentheses. He didn't. But we usually pay for each other every so often. I just thought, hey, maybe today he would because all my friends and their boyfriends paid for their meals. Ooh, that's so embarrassing. Ooh. I even ordered something cheap, not to be a burden, but I didn't flat out ask him to do it, so I couldn't be mad. I ended up hurting my own feelings. Girl! She hurt her own feelings. No, she deserves so much better. That fucking guy's a pussy. What the fuck? I have a headache. I can't get you a fucking vat. Men used to go to war. A card. All she wanted was a goddamn card. And she got him the hot sauce. That that is the bare minimum. She wanted the bare minimum. She wanted the hot sauce thing is great. Like if that's what your man wants is just hot sauce, get out. That's so sad. No, I hope she I hope she found better because that's fucked. No, for real. Oh no, she's like defending him too in like an edit. Oh no no no. They're probably married with like five kids. That is oh, so I hope sad. not. Yeah. Well, I hope that didn't happen to one of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I can hope not. The hot sauce thing though, <laughs> what the fuck? Why does he want hot sauce? I actually hot? do want to try that hot sauce. The hot ones? Yeah. What? We should do that for... Oh, fuck no. For, yeah. No, I'll be we sweating. It'd be so funny. <laughs> my face would be melting. Oh, my God. Okay. Um. Okay, so basically this dude meets the girl on Hinge. It's her birthday and Valentine's Day are the same day. Mm-hmm. So this is going off of that. First date, Valentine's Day and her B-Day. I take her to a movie. That's what she wanted to do. Then we went out to eat at an Italian restaurant during the meal, I can feel my stomach start bubbling. Her friend calls. Her friend calls her and says she locked her keys inside and needed her to come let her in. Her apartment was probably a good 30-minute drive away, so we leave. My stomach is making some noises, and I'm definitely feeling it at this point. Halfway through the drive, 
mind you, he has 15 minutes left. It starts to hit me. I'm about to crap my pants. So I'm speeding to her house with the windows down and the radio cranked so she can't smell or hear my involuntary farts. <laughs> Finally, we pull up to her apartment. I ask if I can use her restroom, which she replies with, of course. We walk up to her apartment door and it is open. A large group of her friends are already there. It turns out that it was a surprise birthday party for her. Without wasting any time, I make haste <laughs> for the bathroom. <laughs> the bathroom is rather small with an accordion door and located uh. right across from her bedroom. But, but I cannot help. <laughs> <laughs> but I cannot help, help it. I sit down on the toilet and unleash the wrath of God. <laughs> within the toilet i could not have been quiet no matter how hard i tried i'm in there for a good 10 minutes i finish oh my god my eyes i finish flush and wash my hands walk out to her and three of her friends standing there with the most disgusted looks on their faces i feel so bad for him so i just said i gotta go and he left turned around left and that was their first and last date I would have felt so bad for her. I would have never. I would have felt so bad. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't judge you if you shit in my bathroom. If it was an emergency, but I will say, if you were on a date with someone and they came to your house and they just blew it up on the first day, I'd be like, whoa, no, is this like a normal thing? Some people have IBS. I'd That's be, fine. I'd be like, whoa, but I, that wouldn't be like a deal breaker. No, I don't think. And also I wouldn't just stand there with my, my friends. Yeah, like, we're all just like. Can you imagine if someone... I'd be like, are you okay? Like, imagine Logan had a date over and he goes and shits himself in the guest bathroom and we're all standing outside the guest bathroom. Everyone look at the wine. What the... <laughs> we're all standing outside the guest bathroom like, what were you doing in there? <laughs> I could actually see you doing that for sure. Wow. What? No, I would never ever judge someone for doing what's Pooping. normal. For going to well, the bathroom. You judge me for going... I don't know about you guys, but... I don't judge you for going to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? I don't at all. We shared a bathroom in New York, and I didn't judge you. That's true. Oh, we had a good I system going. I gotta go to like the second floor community bathroom <laughs> of the hotel or something. Oh no, <laughs> not at, not at that Airbnb. There was no other option. <laughs> the other option was outside with the homeless man. <laughs> there was no other option. Lol. Um, but I was saying, I don't know about you guys, but I'm feeling great for Valentine's Day now. Love you guys. Happy Valentine's Day. Love you guys. Happy Valentine's Day. We're fucking back. We're fucking back every Tuesday. Prepare for a new episode. Yes. Yes. Bye.